What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Week 14 edition of The Cut. Sean, Christian, and Randy are here for all of your mediocre fantasy football advice. Boys? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Listen here, Jim Mora. We're going to talk about the playoffs because it's week one of the fantasy playoffs. We are in the quarterfinals for most leagues. How are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing great, man. I only made the playoffs in two out of my four leagues. I just missed in one league. I actually lost to the kid that got the sixth slot in the playoffs. We were playing for the sixth position, and I lost by three points. Um, thanks to freaking Kyle Rudolph last week. So that's kind of unfortunate, but I'm feeling pretty good going into my two playoff matchups. Yeah, I do play one-handed catch. Yeah, dude. And I have to play the number one seed in the other matchup. Not feeling too great about that uh, because my quarterbacks are god-awful, but <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of optimism. Randy, what about <laughs> you? How you feeling? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, yeah. <laughs> I'm in playoffs three out of five leagues, and I have opportunity to knock out maybe the best team in our dynasty league in Frank first week. So uh, I'm, I'm projected to win right now, so I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I know our listeners were on the edge of their seats after our Monday show about if I would sneak into the fantasy playoffs with Christian's help. Christian ended up beating Seth by 0.7, which means I slid right in there to the ace spot, and we're in the fantasy playoffs in our dynasty league. I Did you guys see? I almost came back and won myself. I lost by uh, one yeah. yeah, I thought you were going to win. If they didn't, if Cousins doesn't throw the fourth down incompletion, if they get any kind of drive there, I would have, I would have gotten that point to win. But doesn't matter. I'm in anyway. Of my eleven leagues that are actual playoff leagues, there was one league I was in that was kind of a contest one. You guys know about that. But of the eleven leagues, I made the playoffs in ten of the eleven. So I'm feeling good. I'm still alive in all of those. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna it's gonna be a stressful few weeks here. I got to buy in three of them, so those leagues I'm not even paying attention to this week. I'm all I'm I'm all systems go. It, it's it's quarterfinals time. It's put up or shut up. This is where we go. As always, thanks you guys for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, shoot us an email at officialcutpod at gmail dot com. Like, follow, share us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Cut FFL and. Uh, Take a look at our website, www.officialcutpod.wordpress.com. Stay tuned. Our week 14 rankings will be up shortly. And subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, anything else. Uh, we're going to go through our week 14 preview like normal. We are going to touch on the Thursday night game because we are recording on Wednesday night, so we'll be able to bring that to you. And we'll get into our starts and sits. I'm excited. Let's get this rolling. Let's start off Thursday night football. The Dallas Cowboys on the road at the Chicago Bears, 44-point over-under. Bears are a three-point home dog. Christian, Mitch Trubisky, two weeks in a row, QB1. Can he continue? I say no. No. No further comment. (laughs) (laughs) That is fair. Let's move on. Uh, (laughs) uh, Can you guys – it's probably going to be tougher to trust Anthony Miller in this one given the fact that we don't expect Trubisky to do much, but are you guys safe with playing Allen Robinson? Yeah, I think you have to be. Trubisky is actually 
in his best rhythm he's going to be, and that's because he's hidden Allen Robinson. Would you I, would would you play Allen Robinson over a say Keenan Allen or Amari Cooper in the same matchup, Randy? Um, not over Amari, just because I'm not really scared of that Bears defense right now. Uh maybe over Keenan Allen just because of his matchup with Harris. Uh, I know he didn't really have a good time, good game against them last time. So, I mean, that's closer. Christian, what are we thinking? This seems oddly specific, uh, yeah. number one. No, no, no. I think uh, based on my rankings, I would start Cooper and Allen, but it's close. Um, let me just double check that. I'm also, I'm asking for a friend. Cough, cough. Also, Randy, uh, the Chargers play Jacksonville. They don't play Denver. Yeah, they played Denver last week. Yeah. What? I, I, Super sorry. Mediocre. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So I, so, I, was, I almost had uh, Mike Williams as one of my starts. So that's, I was looking at last week's stats. Sorry. <laughs> so based on my rankings, I have Amari Cooper two slots ahead of Allen Robinson. So no. But I would probably flex Allen Robinson this week. Yeah. Oh, what are, it, uh, so okay, so I'm going to be honest with you guys. Yes, it's 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 our it's it's the AFL for us, and I'm I'm split between. I'm going to start Julio if he plays, obviously. So I have to make a decision on Thursday night. I have to pick two of the three of Allen Robinson and Cooper. I have to decide between the three of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, not fa- personally you're not facing I'm leaving, Christian, right? No, I'm facing sweet. I'm leaning oh. Julio. No, <laughs> I'm leaning Julio, Cooper, and Allen, and sitting Robinson. But it's I, I have Allen Robinson one slot ahead of Julio yeah. if he plays. So, well, all right. Well, that's we'll we'll talk. We we can talk about that later. I appreciate a little bit of insight. I mean, there could be our some of our listeners could be deciding between that too. I personally, I, I'm okay with starting Cooper. Um, he he looks healthy enough. He's I mean he had a long week to recover, and I think the Cowboys are going to need to throw to to beat the Bears. Um, which brings us to Dak. The Bears are the seventh best defense against quarterbacks. How confident are you guys in Prescott? I have him currently ranked as a QB one, but a back end QB one. Um, I have him as QB nine. How are you guys feeling? Uh, yeah, I'd be right around he, like the, between the the very back end of the QB ones. I do think this is more of an Elliott game, just because the Bears tend to get run on more, kind of like the Bills. Uh, but I mean, it's not like Elliott dominated last week against the Bills. So <laughs> true. Can't really. I, I I have him as QB twelve. I think he'll be fine. I just don't think that there's the upside that you normally have with Dak. Um, in that I don't think he's thrown for 400 yards and three touchdowns. I think I think he'll be fine, uh, but there might be other guys that you can yeah, start. Two, 250 and two seems logical, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the baseline for every QB1 like start, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Who are we taking? Cowboys. Cow- yeah, Cowboys. I'm not riding with the Bears ever. <laughs> Do you Cowboys. guys don't think the Bears cover? No. Well, no, and plus I want the Bears to lose, so the Raiders get a better pick. So always pick Cowboys here. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll, I'd probably lean the Cowboys as well. All right, let's move on to the Sunday games. Uh, the one o'clock slate. We got the Colts, Buccaneers, Ravens, Bills, Lions, Vikings, Redskins, Packers, Broncos, Texans, 49ers, Saints, Bengals, Browns, Panthers, Falcons, and Dolphins, Jets. The one game I'm not really going to touch on is 49ers, Saints, because we're going to talk a lot about that in our start and sits. Um, so the first game I think everybody's going to be looking at is the Lions at the Vikings. The Vikings are a 14-point favorite, 42.5 point over under, but the question is, what are you doing with Dalvin Cook? He practiced in limited fashion today. They have a more than capable backup in Alexander Madison. I mean, if you have Dalvin Cook, you're starting him, even if he is limited. Um, I guess more of the question is, can you start Madison either way? Um, hmm. I, I want to say yes, because I think this would be close to a 50-50 work share. Just to, from what all the reports are, Cook is fine. It was more they sat him out to be safe. Uh, and, I mean, Madison is good, but I think it's going to be 50-50 this week. It's not like I would be more confident playing like Penny over Madison just because I know Cook's going to play for sure. And I I know the timeshare between uh, Carson and Penny more than this one. But like like you said, if, if Cook's playing, which he is, you're, you're playing him. Even if he only plays half the game, that's probably two touchdowns. Yeah. And if if Thielen's back, I you have to start him, don't you? I am not. So I've been burned three times this year by starting guys who are coming off an injury. Thielen was one of them, ironically. Um, when he came back, played what got one catch, not even got one target, and yeah. left the game. I I can't do that, especially in the playoffs. I I just. I'm staying away from that risk that he goes out there and tweaks it again. And it's, it's tough, though, because the Lions are not a good defense, and Thielen should find the end zone if he plays. So, Big Stephon Diggs week coming up. And I think. I mean, isn't Diggs going to get Slay? So? I mean, Slay's been kind of on fire the last three weeks. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm yeah, not starting to nine catches for over 100 yards and a touchdown on how many targets though 87 and how many targets does Diggs get four seven well i think that that's part of it's going to be if Thielen plays or not either the one thing i will say about Thielen christian is he's already come out and said he's not going to play if he's at less than 100 percent. if he does play i think he's going to it's going to be because he is fully ready to go so I yeah. get what you're saying about the injury risk, but to me that kind of takes it out of it a little bit because he's going. He, the only way he's going to play is if he feels like he's fully healthy. So, and then the only only thing I want to look at the, on the Lions side because you're probably not starting Scarborough or any of those Lions running backs, yeah. even though Carry uh, on Johnson did start to practice this week. Keep an eye on that. He, he's uh, he can return week 16. Are you playing both Galladay and Jones? And I think this is a firm yes because of how bad that Viking secondary is. Yeah, yeah. and they're going to have to throw. They're not going to be able to run on this defense. So, so if, if you have Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones, start both of them. Cough, cough. You know who you are. <laughs> Do the Vikings cover? Yeah. I don't see Blau getting the job. Like, I don't think he's going to be as, as good as he was last week. Yeah. 
It's a big line. It's a big line, man. Yeah, uh, I don't care. Be fair. I, I, I expect I, the Vikings I, to win this big. The Vikings need a big win. Yeah, that's true, and they're going to be pissed off after losing last week. I, I'm going to take the Vikings to cover. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on here. The Broncos and the Texans. The Texans are a nine and a half point favorite over under 41 and a half. Obviously, Watson showed he's matchup proof. So you're starting him anyway. Um, you're starting Sutton. You're starting Hopkins. I don't think you're starting Carlos Hyde. I don't think you're starting Duke Johnson. Yeah. You can start Philip Lindsay. I mean, it, Christian and I both have Lindsay ranked in the top uh, 16 at running back. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to throw Royce Freeman out there. No, the, um, the only other guys you could bring up is uh, maybe the tight ends and fans. And I, and I don't want to – I don't have Will Fuller in any leagues, but I'd stay away from him also. Hey, yeah. r- really quick on this game. So this is to help me in my league that there's a punishment, and I'm that's the league I just missed the playoffs in. So I have Carson. I picked up Rashad Penny. Right now, I'm starting both of them together as my two running backs, which is terrifying. But I have the option of picking up Duke Johnson. No. Would you rather no. start Penny over Duke Johnson? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I just wanted to reaffirm that because I'm terrified, and I don't want to make a, a body issue calendar. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought that's what you were getting Nikki for Christmas. Ha! Huh. Nikki's just No. Going. She doesn't want to see that. <laughs> she's already done with you <laughs> <laughs> anyway um but yeah I, I don't think there's much more to talk about i mean drew lock looked decent in his last game but i don't want to start him on the road in houston even as a qb2 or a streaming option um do are, are the texans going to cover nine and a half uh no i mean like you want to say yes because of the last game but i mean the broncos looked good Last week, I don't think they're gonna like the Texans are gonna win. It's just kind of a big cover. This this feels like a a trap for Deshaun Watson. Um, I know we talked about earlier last week. Trap too, dude. True, but that's why this one feels even more like a trap to me because the Broncos' defense is heavily underlooked. Their secondary is really good. That's why I think the Broncos cover. I don't think the Broncos win this game. But I think it's a little uglier than than people expect it to be. Yeah, settle down and, there, Admiral Akbar. Uh, I <laughs> I think you can pretty much have the same stat line for Locke too. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Texans cover. I I think they cover nine and a half. I think they're they're going to start to get on a roll here and make some noise in the playoffs. Um, let's move on here. Too. Yeah, let's move on here. Uh, same thing with the Panthers and the Falcons. We're not going to talk about that here because we're going to address that in our starts and sits. So I think Ravens and the Bills. Uh, the Bills are a five and a half point home underdog, over under forty three and a half. Obviously, you're playing Lamar Jackson. You're probably playing Mark Ingram, especially against a not great run defense like Buffalo has. Um, the, the the pass catchers for the Ravens kind of scare me a little bit, but looking at the Bills, I talked about that Josh Allen has one of the toughest fantasy playoff schedules in the league down the stretch here. I don't like it this week. I mean, there, I have a couple leagues where I have to play him, but I have him ranked as QB 15. I think there are better options if you can find one. 
like a Ryan Tannehill or a Sam Darnold, even though I feel gross saying that. Um, I, I mean, I, I, but I'm, we talked about it on Monday. I'm kind of on the negative Josh Allen side the rest of the year where you guys aren't necessarily that way. I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I still hate this matchup for him, but the, the, the line, the over under is actually a lot higher than I expected to see for two mm-hmm. of the best defenses in the NFL, especially the AFC. But in the NFL, these, these are two really great defenses. I think that the offenses might actually come through. And, and in that case, Josh Allen, I mean, Josh Allen's going to get a goal line carry because he's going to call his own number and he's going to say, give me my touchdowns. And I think that vaults him at, to at least quarterback 15. Yeah. And, and I mean, in two quarterback formats, I think that's where you feel more comfortable with him. But like I said, I don't love this matchup, but I just don't know how you sit down the, the QB five or six or whatever the hell. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the argument you can make is you, you roll with the guys who got you to that point and, and Allen has. So I, I, I can see both sides of it. Um, Bill's five and a half point underdog. What are you guys thinking? I mean, I think the Ravens cover. I don't think it's going to be that like high scoring of game. I'm not sure they hit the over here. Yeah. I, I really don't want to play any Bill, really. Like, that's kind of weird to say, but like, I can't see, like, John Brown can always get that deep shot touchdown, but if he doesn't, he's, he's going to get gonna... Hum- he's going to get Humphrey. I, 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 no, I, I don't. I don't think he is. I think so it's going to be Peters? Beasley. So you think he gets? Yeah. So he gets Peters then, which that's not. I mean, that's not really an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I think they stick uh, Humphrey on Beasley yeah. to just take that away. I'm going to say that the Bills cover, but the Ravens win. I actually yeah. think the Bills win this game. I think the Ravens have to come down to earth a little bit. They're going to come down to earth pretty soon here because pretty soon people are going to start showing their full playoff defense mm-hmm. and they're going to come after Lamar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, All right. They're hitting them. So I don't happen soon. <laughs> so in the interest of time here, I mean, we got four, we got four, four o'clock games to get along or to, to talk about. So I'm going to just go ahead and uh, we're not going to talk about any more of the one o'clocks, but I'm going to roll through them really quick. And you guys tell me who you're taking uh, Colts, Bucks, Bucks favored by three Colts. Colts, easy. I don't know why the Bucks are favored. Uh, I, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna go Tampa. I'm gonna pick Tampa in that one at home. Uh, the Redskins at Green Bay. Green Bay's favored by 13. They cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy. A pretty easy one. Uh, the if I I don't rank defenses, but if I did, Packers would be my top defense this week. Uh, Bengals and the Browns. Browns are a nine or eight and a half point favorite. Bengals cover. Browns win. Yeah, I think I'm going with that, too. I'm going to say the Browns cover. And then Dolphins and the Jets. The Jets are a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. <laughs> Dolphins win. Jets win, don't cover. Yeah, Dolphins cover, I agree. And then Panthers-Falcons, basically a pick-em, two-and-a-half points towards the Falcons. I'm going to say the Falcons. I'm going to say the Panthers. Panthers. Okay. I, I, I just I don't know why the Falcons are favored there, either. I guess because they're at because, home. Because and, the Panthers just fired their head coach. That's why. Yeah. Come home to Cleveland, Ron. He's not from there. All right, let's move on to the 4 o'clock games. There's four of them this week. You got Chargers at the Jaguars, Chiefs at the Patriots, Titans at the Raiders, and the Steelers at the Cardinals. 
Uh, we'll start with the Jaguars and the Chargers. The Jaguars are a two-and-a-half-point home underdog to Los Angeles. Uh, Gardner Minshew is making the start. I think this is going to bump Shark back to closer to what you saw um, in the middle of the year. Uh, he, uh, Minshew did gain a little bit of a rapport with D.D. Westbrook also down the stretch, um, and he scored a touchdown last week. Can you guys? Do you guys feel confident starting both of those receivers? Uh, I don't think you can be. Uh, it, it's playoffs. I I feel like you could probably be confident, in Shark, at least at your flex. Um, I mean, it's not like he did much with him in the game last week. I, I'm sure they're going to be ready coming against the Chargers, but they're going to probably be run the ball a ton against the Chargers team that doesn't do great against that. Yeah, that that's what yeah. scares me about this game is just the Chargers are really good against quarterbacks and really good against wide receivers. So I have to start both Chark and Minshew, not in the same league, uh, which is probably a good thing this week. But, um, I mean, I think they're productive enough. Like Char- like you said, Randy, Chark is a, a flex. Yeah. It- and in our Dynasty League, I'm probably going to have to start D.D. Westbrook. And I, I feel better about that today than I did let's say even two weeks with ago. Foles, yeah yeah probably and yeah. shark does have a tougher matchup here so maybe dd yeah shark is gonna draw casey Hayward. i mean with playing um, dd you're hoping for a touchdown like that's exactly yeah and then um on the charger side you're starting obviously you're starting melvin gordon you're probably starting austin eckler keenan allen is a guy you want to start and then i guess randy my question for you is i know you were leaning mike williams as your start of the week does that mean you trust him enough as like a wide receiver two? No, wide receiver three. So here's the thing. I trust okay. Williams this week. He's he's come on. He's he's ready. He's ready to be a wide receiver three for this league. What ready to be their wide receiver two for the future. I just don't trust Rivers. That's my problem. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. To, uh, there's a note in here. Uh is Philip Rivers streamable this week? No. Not if you're in the playoffs and not if you don't. I'd rather die. play That's- Tannehill. For sure. Definitely rather play Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so say yeah. Fitz, yep. Darnold, Tannehill, uh, Brissett are all gone. Which, I mean, then you really... Then you're not in the playoffs. Then you're not in the playoffs. You're not in the playoffs. If that's the case, and you don't have anybody to start, you're not in the playoffs. That's well, you still don't... But, but then you could be in a punishment league, and you don't want to be last. So. Great, dude. Yeah. And that's in that scenario, I'm playing Devlin Hodges. Over. I know I, I would still play Phillip. Just you just gotta hope. You just gotta hope he doesn't throw four picks. Yeah. But he will. I think the I think the Jaguars win this game. The Chargers always find yeah, ways. I, to I agree with that. All right, let's move on here. Chiefs Patriots in a rematch of that crazy Sunday night game we saw last year. The Patriots are a three point home favorite. Uh, there's a note in here that this feels like a trap game. I would agree. Um, we're not going to touch on this too much because um, actually we don't have a lot it's of just me. Dude, we didn't put a lot. Of, okay. That's fine. So we'll, I mean, we'll t- touch on it briefly because this is scary. You're probably playing Mahomes just because he's Patrick Mahomes and you have to play him. I know we've gone back and forth uh, with yeah. this. Damien. Well, it sounds like Damien Williams is going to be out. Daryl Williams is going to be out. LaShawn well, McCoy is banged up, but probably going to play. I don't want any part of that. Tyree Kill is going to draw Stephon Gilmore. I don't want any part of that either. Sammy Watkins is dead to me. Yeah, I retweet. I don't. I dropped him in a league this week. Just in a league, I didn't make the playoffs. Just 
for it. Just like this guy, man. <laughs> I don't. Two guys. The only two guys I have any confidence in is Julian Edelman and Travis Kelsey. That's it. That's it. I don't even have that much confidence in Patrick Mahomes. But like I, I said, you probably have, I have confidence in Mahomes just because I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball this week. So the reason I also I kind of pivoted a bit on this, it, we saw Watson tear up that secondary last week. Not tear up, but, I mean, he had a good day, good enough. I mean, he was quarterback one, I think. He had um, a good day throwing quick passes. Yes, which that's not necessarily Mahomes' uh, M.O. He does hold the ball, but I also think that the Tyree Kill-Gilmore matchup is not going to be as shut down corner dominant as we think. Like I think Tyree Kill is going to have a productive day, which is why I think Mahomes is okay. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's see like usually for this kind of matchup the Patriots will they're going to stick Gilmore on him and they're probably going to have a peak safety over top to make sure he's not going deep on a play. So maybe it's more just Travis Kelsey gets open more. I don't know. I'm not going to play Darwin Thompson or McCoy. I know that Hyde kind of did some work in the passing game last week, but I'm just not going to trust any of those guys in a playoff matchup. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fair. All right, who are we taking here? Patriots minus three. I'm going to go the Patriots. I'm going to go Patriots. Uh, Yep. That's probably a bit of a homer pick for me, so I uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is, but it's warranted. All right, let's move on. The Titans on the road at the Raiders. The Raiders are a two and a half point home underdog. This 47 and a half point over under, same over under as the Steelers Cardinals. Um, this is probably going to be a high scoring game. I'm streaming Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs here. I have him ranked as QB 11. Uh, I'm trusting him as a QB one. Uh, he's been really good. I hope it doesn't burn me. Derrick Henry is a guy you can't – obviously, you're starting with confidence as an RB1. Josh Jacobs, you hope that he's going to get more work, but you're not sitting him either. At least I hope not. Um, and then my question is, can Darren Waller get into the end zone? Because if he can, he's going to finish as like a top three tight end this week. Yeah, I think he can. I just – it's I, I don't know if I can have confidence in this offense right now. They've hit a slump here. That's gross. I, I think they are going to revert back to giving Jacobs targets and carries because they've they've shied away from it and it makes no sense because he's good. Like he, he is good in open field. He is good between the tackles. Well, I, what? Oh, sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> I thought usually you stop after that. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say they've also been down and down quick these last two weeks. So it, I mean, it kind of runs away from Jacobs. I, I think this game is a shootout. I have Tannehill ranked as my third quarterback this week, which is it's shockingly high. Um, but against the Raiders secondary, it's really not <laughs> too far off. I don't think could be a trap, but I, I just I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Raiders kind of get it right this week. So, are you starting AJ Brown and Tyrell Williams? Uh, probably no. I'm not Who? starting Tyrell. I mean, I'm not. Really? No, I would kind of lean the other way. I'd it's, rather start Tyrell than A.J. Brown. It seems like Clark's forgotten about him, man. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, Yeah, I'd rather yeah. start A.J. Brown. Yeah, but even then, it's at best a flex. And he's only going to get 
See, both these guys are only getting five targets max. Yeah. Don't start Derek Carr, but start Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I mean, two QB, like Carr's an okay second guy. But, but, yeah, to a a point. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. Do the, uh, what do we think? Titans go into Oakland? Yeah. I think the Titans come out with this. Sorry, Randy. I'm going to say the Raiders win. I'll say the Raiders win, but uh, it's it's Homer. Tough. You don't sound very confident. <laughs> it's tough, man. This is a close line too. It's they make, I mean, two and a half. It's probably about what it's going to be, honestly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, last four o'clock game: the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are a two and a half point underdog. Devlin Hodges. I don't stream him unless I'm desperate in a TQB league. Kyler Murray is probably still a top twelve guy just because he brings that rushing floor. You'd stay away from those running backs in Arizona. You don't want any of them. James Conner practiced limited fashion, but I don't think he plays. Um, Juju's not going to play either, which means it's going to be James Washington and Deontay Johnson. You can pretty much lean maybe Johnson as a wide receiver three and Washington as a flex. At least that's my opinion. I don't know if you guys, either you guys would flip that. Um, But I mean, Arizona's, they, they cut. They're, they're, they they cut their best cor- PFF cornerback this week. Yeah. I don't know what they're games. doing. Yeah, right. Uh, Benny Snell, if Connor doesn't play, where are you guys at with him? Uh, okay, Flex. Yeah, hmm. I'm, I'm not rating him anything other than that. Yeah, you're just I, hoping. It's, it's, you're, you're hoping, hoping for, for a touchdown, touchdown. yeah. Yeah, and I'm not I, playing Samuels either. Beat you to it, Randy. I I dropped him in the AFL heading into the playoffs. I don't yeah. really want to touch him, especially with Connor potentially back, but definitely back next week. Stay yeah. tuned for one guy in this game. You'll see him in a little bit. Uh, what are we thinking? Uh, Cardinals win. I'm going to go Cardinals. I I think Kyler yeah. carries this week. Yeah, I'll make it unanimous. I'm not sure I'd want to start any receiver for the Cardinals necessarily in a playoff matchup, but I still think Cardinals. If you, if you have to, it's Kirk. Yeah. Gross. Sunday night football, the Seattle Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams. I feel like we've had this matchup like eight times this year in primetime. <laughs> Maybe it's just because both of these teams are always on primetime, yeah. but the Rams are a one and a half point home underdog over under a 48. Christian, you were talking about it. You're safe starting Carson and Penny in this one. I probably lean the same. Todd Gurley, you're probably you're still not sitting him. I I I think you can start both Woods and Cup. I, I think Cup is going to be the larger favorite to get in the end zone only because Robert Woods is extremely allergic. But <laughs> he's go, he's probably going to catch seven eight passes again, hundred yards, and that and that that's a good day. Uh, one guy I want to talk about is: Do you trust Tyler Higby? Gerald Everett probably or did he go to IR? I don't believe so. I he's but, out this week. Yeah, he's probably not going to play. Can you trust Tyler Higby again, or was that all just Arizona? I want to say I'm going to say it was all Arizona. I want to say you can trust him to a point, just because it's a tight end. Uh, he's probably still going to get four or five targets. So the Seahawks are almost as bad as Arizona against tight ends, which is kind of hard to believe. Um, but I think I would be okay playing Higby. The problem is there's so many other guys that you should be able to stream this week. Um, I personally would play someone like Ian Thomas 
with Greg Olson out, I would rather play Ian Thomas over Tyler Higby. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. Tyler Lockett and Decaf Metcalf. Hey. I, Metcalf. I'm not playing Lockett. Lockett. Was, I'm not Lockett playing Lockett, was, man. He was sick. I don't care. He's not going to be sick. I don't been care. Sick he's been the hurt. Last three he's weeks, been man. sick. <laughs> he's not getting the ball. That's all I see. Yes or no, does Russell Wilson finish as a top 12 quarterback in this one? He's my quarterback one. So, yes. I would Randy? say yes, but definitely not quarterback one. Well, screw you. Uh, <laughs> okay, Randy Marsh. Jared? Calm down there. <laughs> hey, you're All right. Major. Who are we taking? Thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks uh, for informing me of my name. Randy? Seahawks, and they cover. Seahawks. Easy. I'll cover. take the Rams. Dude. I'll take the Rams. Ew. Sorry. The Seahawks hey, are so gotta, good. <laughs> someone's got to be contrarian here, dude. Plus, the Rams are fighting <laughs> for a playoff spot. True. Whatever. Gross. All right. Let's move on to Monday night. The New York Giants on the road at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are a eight and a half point favorite, 47 point over under. And we did it, boys. Eli Manning is back under center for this one. Daniel Jones is going to miss the game with an ankle injury. Here we go. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that helps Sterling Shepard. Maybe. And Evan Ingram should be back this week, too. Well, I hope so, so man. He's, he's, he's going to get me this year. He's going to get weapons. Actually, this is probably big for Saquon. Yeah. Um, He's going to get dump-offs, so you feel good about Barkley? Oh, yeah. I I love Carson Wentz this week. I'll talk about him in a little bit. I love a lot of guys on the Eagles in this one. This is I think this is going to be a great game for Jeffrey, Ertz, Wentz, Sanders. And then on the Giants, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Is it? I, I, really, I really think so. I just don't think the Giants can put up the points. Eli Manning, dude. They can put up the points. Oh, yeah. Eli Manning, December crap playoff race in the NFC East. (laughs) Hey, man, I I do think that it might be a little bit more of a shootout. It's going to be like 24-17 somehow. The the Eagles are also playing very, very bad football right now, so that kind of worries me. It might be a bit of a trap and that Eli Manning sucks. I hope not. That would suck. But uh, (laughs) for you especially, Sean. Uh, You'll see why. Do we have an update on Howard? He's probably not going to play. Okay. I mean, he he hasn't he hasn't really even been cleared for contact, from what I understand. Well, yeah. Then plug and play Sanders. Then yeah. absolutely. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about a lot about this game. So, Eagles cover. Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. No, I'm going to pick the Eagles. They need to they need to win this game to stay what? in the uh, NFC. E- I, I'm still picking the Eagles, just not okay. the points. The Giants okay. okay. That was my That's question. Right. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for our preview. Let's take a break. When we get back, we'll get into our fantasy playoff starts and sits for week 14. Welcome back to the cut. Let's get into our starts and sits. Starts and sits of the week. Let's start at the quarterback position. I just talked about it. My start of the week, Carson Wentz. I'm back on the Wentz train. He delivered for Randy in a great matchup against Miami last week. Now he gets to face a Giants defense that's 26th against opposing quarterbacks, and they've allowed five straight top 10 finishes to that position. I'm a big fan of the North Dakota State Bison product in this game. Roll Bison. I'm 100% with you here. I have Wentz's, I think, QB2 on the week. Um, Again, I, I just hope it's not a trap. 
All right. Uh, my, Calm down, Admiral. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my quarterback start of the week is Jacoby Brissett. He's going up against the 32nd ranked defense against opposing quarterbacks and receivers and the 31st against tight ends. Um, because of that, I have reason to believe that Brissett is a surefire quarterback one this week. He's had a couple of down weeks, but Doyle and Pascal looked really good last week. I think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback this week. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Tampa's defense is garbage. Yeah. The only thing Brissett's needed to be a top quarterback all year is the touchdowns because mm-hmm. he's not going to have a ton of yards. So he can score, which they're going to need to. Yep. All right. Well, mine is going to be Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think he's a guaranteed lock for a QB1 this week. And in the playoffs, that's what you need. He's definitely going to get that baseline of 250 and two touchdowns. Thielen's most likely going to be back this week. Whether I don't think I would play Thielen, just like Christian said. Uh, but either way, that's going to help out Diggs, maybe even help out Rudolph. They're going to be up big this game. And if Cook's not 100%, maybe they go more of a pass-heavy attack to start and then grind it out with Madison. So I, I think he's a lock-and-load QB1 this week. Absolutely. You guys know how I love my Kirky. All right, let's move <laughs> on to running backs. Kirky sounds so weird. Sorry. <laughs> let's move on to running backs. My running back start of the week, Devontae Freeman. Let me list off some number for you. Uh, two, five, four, 16, seven, one. No, Christian, those aren't this week's Powerball numbers. Those are the finishes for opposing running backs against the Panthers in the last six weeks. Teams are taking advantage of the worst-ranked run defense in the league, and that's something I want a piece of. Freeman's healthy. I'm not worried about Brian Hill. He's not going to take any touches away. Devontae's a great play against Carolina. Yes. Yeah. It's it's hard to argue that. It's it's just a guy I haven't been uh, on all year, basically. No, nobody. So. I mean, you know, I agree. Yeah. But I I'm playing. I'm more playing the match. Yeah. This one. And I agree. And see, it's the playoffs. If if that's a matchup that you just feel safe no matter what, you got to yep. play it. Absolutely. Yeah, so my running back is Philip Lindsay. So I pivoted from Raheem Mostert. You guys talked me off that ledge. Pivot! I still think Mostert's going to be productive, but that's for another day. Uh, I do Lindsay's been awful. His snap percentage is still under 50%, but I really don't care. Uh, Houston is not good against running backs. I think James White specifically showed that last week. I know that James White is more of a receiving back than Philip Lindsay, but with the rookie quarterback in Denver, I think that Philip Lindsay is going to have to be relied upon in order for them to compete in this game. I think he's a solid RB2 this week. I think he has RB1 upside, and I think his floor is a flex. So I think that you can go ahead and start Lindsay up. Yeah, he's definitely a safe play. I'll give you that much. Same thing with Sean, Stu. It's a great matchup. Yep. All right. I know I'm a... Uh, Homer. Homer and also... <laughs> also always the guy that does this, but I'm picking Whoa. I'm picking the Patriots running backs. I, I questioned about just dropping this to White because of game script possibly, but after last week, Patriots are going to run the ball. They, they know they have to. It's what they're going to be trying to do all game. And this, it's pretty much playoff time, Sony Michelle time. I, I'm going to bank on that again. This line's getting healthier and healthier, man. And it's not like it's not like the Chiefs can really stop the run. And Sony looked good running the ball last week. 
And we all know what James White did, and James White's going to be matchup proof and game script proof. So I think if these running backs are going to win him the game. I think Edelman's always going to be a guy that's going to need to be started and going to be Tom Brady's go-to guy. But these two are going to win the game for the Pats. Yeah, I, I, I think I want to just touch on that really quick. You said it's almost playoff time, Sony time. Uh, stay tuned for our Ultimate Fantasy Guide. We're going to be talking about some guys that you might not really expect. Both Philip Lindsay and Sonny Michelle are on there. Um, but that's just a little look into all three weeks of the playoffs. And Sonny Michelle, uh, he should be eaten, in the words of Randy. <laughs> you guys have said that it damn word. One time. <laughs> All right, let's move on to wide receivers. Give me that stack, baby. My stack, my wide receiver start of the week. It's Alshon Jeffrey. I'm doubling down on that Monday night game in the Philly passing offense. Wide receivers are averaging just under 200 yards per game against the Giants' pass defense, and Janoris Jenkins is no exception. He's bad, and Alshon Jeffrey's pretty damn good. Wentz is going to target him a lot in this one, and I think he's going to finish as a top 15 wide receiver. So give me that matchup all day for the former Gamecock. That, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. He's he's a wide receiver one for me this week. So yep. uh, I can't believe how on the same page we are with these. Uh, here's where I think we might not be. It's kind of gross. My wide receiver is Robbie Anderson. It feels risky. Against the Dolphins in week nine, he had five fantasy points. He's coming alive. He is. So the last two weeks, he has scored double digits. And last week, he had 18 or 19 fantasy points, I want to say. Don't have it on hand. Super mediocre of me. My my apologies. Um, in, in week nine, Darnold was still working his way back. He underperformed. I just can't see that happening this week against the Jets or against the, the Dolphins again. So uh, I have him as a wide receiver, too. I think his floor is a flex. I think he has wide receiver one, the wide receiver one upside this week. Oof. Uh, I won't go there with you, but I do agree that I kind of would feel safe playing him in my flex, and that's kind of weird to say. I, I, I don't think I'd feel safe playing Crowder, and I'd feel safe playing Anderson. That's weird. Really quick, one thing. I couldn't get anyone to take this guy off of my dynasty team, and now I am loving yeah. it. It's because you won like a well, second round pick, dude. Yeah, dude. It was ridiculous. Yeah, well, shut up. No, no, there's no, <laughs> yeah, well. You will go ahead, Randy. Go with your start. <laughs> All right. Uh, my start of the week for wide receivers, Curtis Samuel. Uh, like we already said, Greg Olson is pretty much out. I, I don't know if it's a full rule out yet, but. Samuel and Allen were pretty much in sync last week. Obviously, DJ Moore is going to get his. That's for sure. He's definitely better wide receiver play, but I'm not trying to say it. Obvious guy. Curtis Samuel, I feel super safe playing him as a flex this week. I think he's probably, he's definitely a wide receiver two this week. And if you can get that in your flex and what should be a really good matchup against the Falcons, and he should get more than the four targets with Olsen out. I don't think Ian Thomas is a good start because I think it's Curtis Samuel. I think he gets the touchdown. Anytime he's got a touchdown this year, he's been really good for you on your on your week. Yeah, that's what he needs. I agree. Uh, let's move on to tight ends. And, no, oh, I'm doing it. It's Vance McDonald. Dude. He gets to play Arizona with the third-string quarterback who's going to need a primary option. Do I really need to say any more? I don't think I do. But I'll tell you, Arizona is the worst team in the league in defending the tight end position. This is strictly matchup-based. So, boys, ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving Vance. Dude, 
he hasn't gotten over 40 yards all year. But he plays <laughs> the Cardinals. Dude, See, I, I don't care. I understand well, it's a tight Tyler, end. And he Tyler may- Higby had never caught over 40 yards in a game in his career. He caught 100 in the touchdown line. <laughs> I, it feels risky because of how bad he's been, but I see exactly why you're doing. Like I did, I did it with Higby last week and Ross Dwelly. Yeah, but Brett Ellison, Tyler Higby. Do I need to go on? <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to trust. But Dwelly had two touchdowns. That's the only reason. Vance is again two yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, thanks, Randy. He Ross Dwelly had two touchdowns. <laughs> I agree. I like I said. <laughs> There's a solid chance. Thank you for proving my point. There's a solid chance he's a back end tight end one because in reality, all he needs is one touchdown and he automatically gets that. Solid chance. So, uh, your turn. Yeah, my turn. Uh, so, my tight end is Mike Gasicki. <laughs> uh, I've been burned by him before, but I have also called his name and he has performed for me. He's coming off two of his three, his best three games of the season. And I think he's a startable asset. He's had six or more targets five weeks in a row and touchdowns in his last two games. The Jets are really good against tight ends, but that's because of Jamal Adams. And Jamal Adams is not playing this week. Um, I don't know if that's 100% confirmed, but I will tell you right now, he's not playing this week. So with Mike Gesicki, I know it's the playoffs. I know it's terrifying. Just close your eyes. Go get your 8 to 12 points with higher upside than that, probably upwards of 20 points, and just advance in your playoff matchup and then reassess tight end next week. Yeah. I was considering Gasecki myself, but I forgot about the – So you'll agree to Mike Gasecki, but you won't agree to Vance yep. McDonald? You're yeah, dangerous. because I've picked Gasecki this year. Like, I, uh, my, I forgot about the Adams injury, which is why I pivoted from him. Uh, but, yeah, if Adams is out, he has a wide open field, so I love it this week. And <laughs> I'm going back to back weeks of Doyle. It's the playoffs. <laughs> I want the safest guy, and the safest guy is Jack Doyle. You have Brissetta as a start of the week. There's no way he is if Jack Doyle isn't the tight end one, which I think he is this week. I also think he is the tight end one this week. Oh boy, our rankings are going to look pretty juicy. Oh boy, I think I have him as tight end seven. So. You do, yeah. I and that and that difference is probably like two catches. So. <laughs> All right, for our sits, I'm going to talk honorable mention to Raheem Mostert, who Christian brought up that he was going to start. I just, I don't want any part of that. The Saints run defense has been spectacular. I, I don't, Brita might be back. I don't want any part of that run game. My start, my sit of the week is going to be Marlon, Marlon Mack. He, it's a bit of low hanging fruit, but if you held on to him, you're probably going to want to start him for the first week of the playoffs. He is practicing. He is probably going to play on Sunday, but I sure as hell don't want to play him. He's coming off of an injury, and he gets to play the second-best defense versus fantasy running backs this year. Tampa has only given up two top 12 weeks to opposing running backs, so this is an easy sit for me in Week 14, even if he is back. Yeah, yeah. I think if you held on to Marlon Mack, you're pretty disappointed um, because I don't, I don't know that you can play him the, the remaining uh, two weeks of the season if you sit him this week. It's just kind of gross. Um, my sit is Marquise Brown. I know you probably aren't starting him anyway, uh, but I just want to reaffirm that for you. He's coming off an atrocious game against a good defense, and he faces the Bills, who are fifth against receivers. He's a boomer bust guy, and he could very well boom, but I don't think you can take that risk this week. So just sit him on your bench and cry about it if you lose by the difference between his points and John Brown's, for example. 
Yeah. 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 I, I have to make that decision in Dynasty this week. I'm pretty much going to decide between him, Deontay Johnson, and Devin Singletary probably. I think I'm just going to roll a Singletary just for guaranteed touches. Gross, gross, and gross. Yeah, yeah. well, hey, at least my players are playing, Sean. Our ears are hurt. <laughs> oh, you showed me. <laughs> Yeah. What? You're not. (laughs) I'm doing the other one. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go with Ronald Jones for my one sit. They're talking about Shady McCoy. We already kind of talked about that running back situation, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, Ronald Jones, he made one bad play, and he was taken out. He didn't pick up a play. He He didn't pick up. Yes. Ronald Jones is the more talented back here. He should be their starting back. He should get 20 carries a game. He's not going to. I, should, should, and should. Either way, Jones or Barber is a flex consideration at best. And you have to be able to trust guys this week and this whole playoffs. You can't play these guys. I don't care if one of them scores 30 points. You made the right choice by not taking that risk. Yep. Yes, 100%. All right, boys. That'll do it for our week 14 episode of The Cut. How are we feeling? We excited for these playoffs? Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. There's bound to be a matchup between the three of us in one of the couple leagues that we're in. So stay tuned for that. Um, stay tuned for our rankings. You should be seeing them either today or tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll be giving our rankings as well as Sweet. He will be inputting his as well. Like Christian said, take a look at the playoff uh, strategy article that we'll be putting on the website just to give you guys a little bit of insight into that. It's big time. This is, for, this is where we go. This is where we go. This is for all the marbles. Oh, yeah. We need you guys to get some titles. We need you guys to take that mediocre fantasy advice and turn it into championships. That's what we're here for. Boys, anything to add? Go Browns. <laughs> go Browns. Go right out of the playoffs. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, go, go Raiders. Go Patriots. Go Browns. <laughs> no, I, I'm just going to say I hope we uh, continue our DFS luck in this last week. Yeah, yeah, 50 cents. We're on a roll. Because of one substitution. <laughs> We know you guys are going to be listening to us. Uh, You're going to win your matchups, so good luck with those. We'll talk to you again Monday. For Christian Williams, Randy Hall, I'm Sean Ward. Let's roll, baby. Playoff time. We gone.